This is EdTech Weekly. I'm your host, Ricky Zager, and this is episode 96. And in tonight's show, the FBI issues a PSA for cyber threat awareness, how to create a strong 3D printing program, putting the ed back in EdTech, and finally some data on the effects of EdTech on students. So that'll be interesting. Christy, we are back. It's been a little while. It's been a few weeks. Um, I've struggled with motivation in some ways and had other things going on. Um, how have you been since I've been sort of just leaving the show in the cold for the last few weeks? Yeah. Well, I'm really happy to be here tonight and to be doing our show. I have missed talking ed tech and missed you, Ricky. And, you know, life is just busy with work and jobs and kids, like I'm sure so many of us and the listeners are as well. So thank you listeners for sticking with us. And yes, let's do this show show tonight. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's one of the only reasons in the last couple of weeks why I'm like, I still need to do this show. There's people who listen and it's important and there's things that I want to accomplish with the show. And so I, I decided I've been doing a lot of soul searching the last couple of weeks, Christy, and I didn't talk about you to you with about this before the show started. But yeah, I kind of decided like I was going to do one of two things. It was either like I was going to quit doing the show or I'm going to go all in and like every week and put a video out every week and just do this thing. So the goal is for the next 10 weeks to do the show every single week and put a video out every single week. So that's the goal. I'm holding myself to it. You can hold me to it. Listeners, I know some of you um, are all over my website if I don't have it set up, and I'm glad you're like that. But get on my case if for some reason I slack with this. But that's the goal, 10 in a row. Do you think we can do it, Christy? Uh, Definitely, and I'm so glad you are sticking with it and have made that commitment, and so I'm in too. Yeah, I, you know... It's I've come too far to just give up because I had other stuff going on and I was like just kind of like er, I don't know it's it's just it's too far to let this thing die and I'm gonna keep it going and if you hear my dog barking in the background I'm sorry I've got two dogs two puppies not just one yeah we have another puppy and yeah it's just it's a disaster but I love them but they're not so good at being quiet but Christy let's well, get well, and this is Oh, well, 96, I see on our show notes. So we are nearly 100. So we're going to make it and go beyond that. Yeah, we couldn't stop before 100. That's for sure. And I don't see any after going over the last couple weeks and thinking about it. I don't have any plans in stopping now. I just it was just something I had to work through. And uh, I'm refocused and motivated. So let's get to it, Christy, as we always do with the EdTech News Rundown. And our first story is from EdScoop. It explains that the FBI, so you know it's serious, has issued a public service announcement encouraging awareness of cyber threats involving education technologies. The announcement warns parents, students, and teachers of the potential exploitation of information stored on these technologies, which include personalized learning experiences, tracking academics, disciplinary issues, student information systems, and classroom management programs. It seems like a lot of stuff. They reference a lot of frightening things that this data could be used for, like social engineering. Um, If you don't know what that is, essentially that's just using personal knowledge to gain access to more things or possibly bullying or other ways to target children. So just that knowledge, although it may not be passwords, knowing uh, intimate information about your children could definitely get somebody in the door to get even more information from even a parent. So it's pretty important that we protect this data. And my assumption here is that the FBI is seeing these things beginning to happen and is concerned with how this type of information could become a really, really big problem. And as we've mentioned in several stories on this show, being aware of what data is being collected of students and knowing what the privacy policies are of ed tech companies your schools are using is extremely important. 
And if you weren't concerned before, hopefully the fact that this PSA was done by the FBI will get you to the level of concern that you need to be to make sure you're aware of what data is being collected and how it's being used and protected. We have to make sure we keep this in our heads and we know what's going on. Yeah, we talk about this topic frequently and the data, especially data of minors is and the stuff we collect in our schools. Uh, data allows us to better personalize the learning experience, but if not managed correctly, it does come at a cost. Yeah, and it could be a huge cost. I mean, the social engineering thing is the scary part. Like, I call, you know, I'm a hacker. I got this personal information about your 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 kid, and I call you up and say, hi, I'm assistant principal so-and-so, and if you're not that familiar with what's going on in your school and he starts rattling off data that only that person would know, you might be willing to give him more information than you should. And I, and I think it's it's a really dangerous game that we're playing with this data, for sure. Yeah, keep it safe, everyone. All right. Our next story, EdTech Magazine gives us four steps to creating a strong 3D printing program. 3D printing has been a popular concept and been added to a lot of schools to help bolster STEM programs. But how many of these 3D printers are now sitting dormant or not being used in a truly effective way? Well, hopefully these four steps can help make the best out of your current or future 3D printing programs. The first step is to create a unique vision using education standards. A program with no vision is destined to fail. Second step is to build a team of enthusiastic teachers. We know teachers are bogged down as it is, so they need to be enthusiastic about it to put it to put the time and effort to make it successful. Third step is to start small. While it is great to have big goals, you should make sure to start with small projects that can be completed and help build momentum. And finally, develop a project management system. With the different steps required to go from design to printing and the possibility of multi, multiple syn synchronous projects, gosh, you give me hard words, Ricky, it is important to have a system to manage them. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing with this script. Sorry about that. But yeah, I mean, honestly, if I think about it, just in like my life, I need project management. So um, clearly with me missing a few shows in a row. Uh, so I think it, it sounds like to me that's the most important step here is like figuring out a way to manage projects and making sure that, you know, whatever you choose to do is going to run efficiently and effectively. So to me, that kind of stands out. But yeah, I mean, I've I heard a lot of people in the beginning stages years, a few years ago, you know, saying, well, we got to get a 3D printer. We got to get a 3D printer. And, you know, uh, sadly, and from my experience, there's quite a few of them out there not being used anywhere near to their capabilities. So hopefully, if you have a 3D printer or you're getting one, these things can help you make it successful. Yeah, good tips. Yeah, absolutely. All right, our next story is an article by The Tech Advocate and explains how ed tech companies need to put the ed back in ed tech. This article addresses something that we also regularly talk about here at EdTech Weekly, and that's not getting caught up with that shiny tech part of EdTech. And this article explains a few ways that we can make sure we focus more on the education side of technology. First is to add teachers onto the team early. Now, again, this is from you know perspective of ed tech company who's making these things, but I think it's good for teachers to kind of understand this as well. And this can benefit the company in a variety of ways, including making sure the focus is on education and presentation. And next, they mentioned the importance of identifying real problems in the classroom. And while some things are nice to have, and, you may, and they may garner some interest to make a worthy ed tech company, you need to address real problems. And this is, again, where we having teachers on board can help you. And finally, they advise to offer more streamlined programs. I think this is something we can all relate to. 
as it would be nice to have a unified experience um, in our lives too with different programs we use. Um, I recently switched to using, I know you're going to like this, Christy, Google uh, Keep and Tasks. Awesome. <laughs> to be more in line. We use Gmail at work and you know they have the new uh, Gmail interface has keep in tasks right on that sidebar and the calendar's right there as well. And so I've I've been using it all in one place and it's working really well. And I think, you know, when it comes to EdTech, this is extremely important because getting buy-in and getting teachers to use things, it's only gonna be easier if they can do multiple things in that same environment. Yeah, I agree. And I'm so excited to hear you found Google Keep useful and you're going all in with it. Um, I think you're absolutely right. You know, too many shiny things can just be distracting for all of us. Um, and really to have staying power, you know, it's got to be useful. And like the article says, it was really to solve a problem. Agree. Yep. All right. Our next article uh, is from the tech advocate that explains the long-term effects of using ed tech. As ed tech is becoming a bigger part of the education world, more data is being collected and parsed. There have been a few early findings when it comes to the effects of EdTech on our students, and this article highlights three of them. The first effect is increased motivation and self-esteem. The immediate feedback available in EdTech helps students achieve success in a much quicker and less stressful way. The second effect more learning this period because of the, the personalized learning possible with EdTech. Students are more likely to advance through concepts they already know, allowing them to spend time increasing their knowledge base. The third effect isn't quite as positive, and it is something that we have known about screen time for quite a while. It, it reduces attention span. And while this list of effects is pretty limited and mostly positive, is the negative effect on attention span enough to outweigh the other good effects? Only time will tell, and we need to continue to pay attention as we collect more data and use it to decide how much ed tech is beneficial and how can we maximize those benefits to students. Yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of data on this you know, ed tech, um, we really don't have that much information. A lot of this is general technology things. And yeah, there is a spar sparked interest when you use technology. Uh, but again, you know, it all, it all has to, to do with are these ed tech things tools to help solve a different problem? Um, is it a way to have students show you things and demonstrate things that they've learned? Is it, are we using it in a way that's supporting the academic education process? And I think if we are, then it definitely the negative things are, are not enough to stop it and the positives outweigh it. But if we're just in that shiny ed tech world where, oh, this looks kind of cool and we're really not using it to its full advantage or using it to help solve problems, then I think we have a problem. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And, you know, I do think there's so many great things about ed tech. Yeah, the screen time is there. And I just go back to everything in moderation. You know, I certainly don't want my kids at school all day on screens all day long. There's so many other great things happening at our schools. So, you know, for me, it's all about finding that balance. Yeah, it is all about balance. And, you know, especially as these shiny things catch our eye and we get so caught up in these things, it's an important reminder, I think. So, Remember it in balance. Remember to keep ed technology as balanced as we possibly can and try not to get too rushed with all the excitement. And of course, from our earlier story, make sure everything is, is on, on point when it comes to security and how your data is being collected and shared. All right, Christy, if people want to get involved with the show, they can email us at edtechweekly at gmail.com. We do have that subreddit going, edtechweekly.reddit.com, and on Twitter, at 4techteachers or at Christy M. Warren. Again, if you want to be involved with the show, please reach out to us. We, we do get some people that reach out to us, and we love to hear from you guys. Keeps me going. Keeps me motivated. 
And uh, yeah, we're going to do this thing 10 in a row, 10 weeks in a row of the show and 10 videos in a row. This is going to be a lot of work for me, but I am committing to that type of effort for this. And I hope you guys enjoy the show and I hope you'll stick around um, and, and stay with us as we continue to improve and hopefully even be more useful. Christy, awesome. I'm, I always put you on the spot, Christy. I'm going to do it again. Uh, it's been a while, but uh, do you have anything for the good people as we leave the show today? You know what, Ricky? I do have something today. Of course. Nice. I just wanted to share with you what are doing um, right now, and that is writing and submitting donors choose grants. And we just had a really cool one funded this week. Um, and a teacher wrote in for water bottles for her students that were wasting tons of cups late in the day on hot afternoons. And in a matter of days, it was funded. And then the water bottles showed up, you know, nice clean canteen one shortly after. So it's just a great way for teachers to get some things in their classrooms um, using donors choose. And that was really brought to us by Adam Welcome, who was a keynote speaker of ours to kick off our school year. And I just think it's a great idea and we've already seen the positive effects of it. So donors choose, check it out. Yeah, definitely. That's a great, great tip. Thanks, Christy, for having that on the go. And also, you know, I like that because it's it's building this sense of, you know, personal responsibility for the environment and other things. And I think that that's, you know, only a good way for your students to interact and do great things like that and help the environment and also, you know, get a grant that way. So definitely check it out. And uh, yeah, check out the show again the next 10 weeks. Uh, be looking out for us. We're going to have a lot of stuff going on. And uh, we'll see you next time on Ed Tech Weekly. Mm-hmm.